0: Welcome to Not Just Talk Radio, a modern-day movement offering a platform where real talk and new perspectives are transformed into action and evidence. Your host is LaTanya Jr., along with co-hosts Tina Nguyen and Tony Brown. LaTanya is known for her unconventional brilliance and humanitarian scope of interest. They're ready to share both wit and wisdom. Now, here is LaTanya, Tina, and Tony.
1: Welcome, welcome, not just talk radio world. How are you out there? Happy week, guys, ladies. Are you there? Hello, happy hump day. Hump day. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Joe Carter? Nihal, good morning. I'm here. Oh, she mm-hmm. didn't tell us something. Hao, is, is that, what are you saying to us? Are you saying hello? Hello. Hello. Is that hello? hello. We have to watch yes, Joel. That could be like, yes. you know, your mother. I don't know. <laughs> 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 you know, Joel.
2: Man, Joel, I can't d- even get on before she goes in. <laughs> right,
1: right. <laughs> you know, we have Joel for a second week. Um, I think she's still trying to figure out if she want to wake up at one or two o'clock in the morning in China and join us. And so we'll, we'll know by week three.
3: Wake up. I haven't been asleep yet. I've been up since 4 a.m., but
1: I'm here. I'm here. Wow. Hey. That's why we love you, because you're the best. <laughs> well, you know, we have an outstanding guest uh, today, and, and we're going to get in there. But first, I want to see what's on everyone's mind. There's so much happening in the news. Yep.
2: Uh, um, I'm going to start with Michelle Obama.
1: Hi, Michelle you took Obama. my thing. You took no. my item.
0: <laughs> you took my item. I thought well, that was you're...
2: obvious, so that's not mine. <laughs> it's ours. I am more than one. We love her. We, we love, love her.
1: We love her. You know, I, I'm just going to say for the world that's listening, you, and, and I know she's on a 10 city tour here in the United States, and there's 20, 30,000 people checking her out at every event because she's at these large stadiums. And then she's headed overseas, internationally, globally. And the <laughs> fact that we are, let's just say it, African-American women, and we get to have this, you know, Michelle Obama from the south side of Chicago, mm-hmm. the south, that is such a big deal, right, Joel? Because Joel's from the Chicagoland <laughs> area like me. Um, and community and, and is so big in Illinois for so many different reasons, but what an exciting time with all the other stuff that's out there. That's what I wanted to mention. I just wanted to mention <laughs> Michelle Obama's book, Belonging. My, my book won't get here until the 16th because so many people have ordered books, um, but I can't wait to get to that part where she said she had all this self-doubt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's just encouraging, to know, people like Oprah and, 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 and Michelle, they have self-doubt just like everybody else. They just is normal and they push through it. Yeah, I saw an interview with her this
4: morning and she said that she really had considered taking herself off the campaign trail because uh, she was getting uh, negativity and, and, you know, and started to kind of question whether that was the right place for her.
1: I not so isn't, isn't that profound? Yeah. Because yeah. we all are going to get negativity. What makes us different is she used it as fuel, right? She was like, okay, you say, even when they said, you're not Princeton material. Mm-hmm. You know, she's talked about uh, a teacher told her, you're not Princeton material. And she's like, she got to Princeton and said, this ain't nothing but a game. <laughs>
4: But isn't that, that isn't that so true? Isn't that so true true. about everything? I mean, we walk into situations all the time, questioning, questioning ourselves. And then when you get in a room, you realize everybody's as insecure or on the same level,
1: doing the same thing, questioning themselves, just like, just like you do. Right. You shake it, you, you, you fake it till you make it. We all qualify. We're in this life class. And you're going to learn what you don't know. You're going to learn when you get there. Yeah. I
2: mean, you know, a lot of us have, have have had and have access to people who very public figures, you know, whether it's politics or entertainment or athletics. And we get to them up close and personal. And I keep telling people, says, oh, my God, it must be so incredible I, that you met so-and-so. And I was like, you know what? They're a human being. They're, they're like really you are. and me. You know, But they are. You know, they may have they may have an extra special calling on their life, but when it's all said and done, they have the same insecurities. Yeah, we all have. You know, we all have a special the same doubts, and you know, and
4: Tina, I second. I second that emotion because <laughs> we have con- come in contact with many, many a person. Yeah. Where in the end, you would say to yourself, "This is smoke and mirrors." Right? There's a whole lot. Well, ad-
2: right. a whole <laughs> lot of smoke and mirrors. You out know, there. you're looking for a Hercule you know, a, her- a herculean. I think that's the word. You know, type of person. And here you are. It's just. Do you think I did? you think you like they liked me? Did I look okay? Did I? I mean, you know, I it's, think- it's, and it's it's just regular. And yeah, God bless no, them for that.
1: And uh, Joel, uh, not only do we agree because we grew up in a celebrity environment. Right. So you should and really And so help. while everybody right. else is going, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, it is so normal to us. But behind the closed doors, I mean, I, you know, I saw Sarah Vaughn and spoke to Sarah Vaughn and, and all these different people over the years. Uh, Walter Payton, the greatest football player and da-da-da-da-da who had been in our home and and Richard Roundtree, chef. And they have—they were just as frightened and afraid and normal and was concerned. And and even our own parents. I know my father would leave a concert that was sold out and say, was it good? Yeah. Every time. He yeah. was like, did you like it? And they're very, very normal. And we're very normal. And I, I believe we're all special. So anyhow, um, anyone else want to talk about? Because, you know, your president went to France
2: and... And, it, and, and embarrass us as norm, as usual. <laughs> but, but, you know, c'est la vie and bonjour to our French folks because they let him well, know Well, well I, 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 that, I that he was not sometimes... going to come over there and bully them. So good for them.
1: <laughs> I didn't say that, y'all, Tina. So give, send her the, the hate mail. <laughs> uh, who who was ready to say something?
3: I was just going to say I totally understood because sometimes right after I get my hair done, I don't want to come out in the rain either.
2: Okay. <laughs> right. On your way to the cemetery to, you know, to honor someone's life. We understand. you. Yeah.
1: yeah. He's no, he was a stinker this week. Yeah. Okay. We want to put a, give a shout out to two tragedies. Um, America has had as of last Monday, this past Monday, 307 um, mass murders and we lost again, just recently um, this week. Uh, we can, um, Quite a few young people were gunned down um, in California and in and, and this community. And we also have these wildfires, guys, that are, I mean, the, the head count, I think is, so far, 42 people have passed.
2: 40, I think I saw 48, uh, 48. a while ago. And uh-huh. so
1: our hearts, our hearts, our hearts, we love you, we love you. It
2: goes out to you.
1: Um, yeah, isn't
2: it ironic that it's paradise that's, that's burning?
1: I know it's so. It's so. It's and they say it's going to continue because once that land is all burned out, it actually creates more fires over the years. Look, this is a global warming issue. Say what you want. If you don't have to be a genius, this is a this is a problem. It all points to that. And in regards to three hundred and seven mass murders in America, we're not even at the end of the year. That's historic. and these are innocent people. You could say what you want. Gun control, gun control, and hopefully, with all these new women in office, maybe we can do some bullying and get things done the well, right way.
2: Let's also not forget the young man, the young black man, who was gunned down by police. Very. Well, he sad. was trying to do the right thing. Right. He was thing. in the process of doing the right. right thing. Yeah. He was holding. He a was criminal. not even given of of the a moment of. You know, doubt. And he was just gunned down.
1: So set that up for the because our, our audience is global. So global world, we had an African-American who was a security guard who was actually striving to be a police officer. He held down a young man who was had committed some kind of offense or crime or whatever, called the police and the police actually shot him. That, that's what we have to live through when you see us walking and you want to know, are we strong and how are we still surviving? You know, th- this is what we deal with. This is the truth, but you know what? Hey, did anybody see uh, the red the roundtable with um, this week with Jada Pinkett Smith? They were talking about race. It is profound. Google it. Facebook it. Go on Facebook. Look for the red table roundtable, and it is shocking. And they really Let's talk about race and how the, how we got to this point.
2: It, was that the one she had the issue with blondes or yeah? Well, she had yeah. Jane on there and she mm-hmm. had said
1: yeah because you know. She, they all had we all had different issues but I loved how Jane came out and the, for the for the woman that was a, a white woman at the table which is a human being just like all of us are equal beings, to um, and told her how do you tell me you don't you don't know about racism and you read what's wrong with you? I mean Jane really who's an expert in this area really told the truth and hey and said all people come from black women. So what you going to do about that? <laughs> hey okay <laughs> Come yeah. mama Come I just, mama, Come mama.
2: <laughs> I just also want to give a shout out to the runoffs to the um the recounts Hello. on several um fronts <laughs> around the, around America New mexico Arizona Florida Mississippi yeah baby it's it's a it's recount haven right now for Democrats so. Right.
1: jewel jewel and <laughs> in, in the global world just to let you know we had a huge election election midterms. Um, We had a lot of elections that were close, and so Republicans just decided they're going to say we won it. So here, people ran to the courts, stopped the courts, and said, look, recount. These are, you know, once you reach a certain amount of votes, you have a right to request a recount. That recount is actually changing those decisions, and Mm. more Democrats have won their seats than previously said. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow.
2: Huge. Arizona, I mean, unheard of. Arizona now has a U.S. senator who is Democrat as a result of the recount. Hey, yeah.
1: Virginia, Virginia is is a Democratic state now. That's shocking. Who would have ever thought it? It was one of the cruelest states just four really, 40 yeah, months ago. Yeah. <laughs> so that being said and done, you know, we're talking about communities and the impact and how this changed voting, justice, communities and divisions. But you know what really changes a community? If you own property in that community, it's all about real estate, right? And when you own property, you actually participate differently in the community than people that don't. I mean, you get different mail. The mayor communicates with you differently. You have a different voice. You get invited to the town halls and cities to participate in development and so on, et cetera. I don't know if people really understand the profoundness of, I don't care if you want to travel all over the place, you better have a home base. Besides the fact, do you guys ever think about this? If our grandparents or great-grandparents that bought their first homes and, you know, if they got a home in 1909 and that mortgage was paid off by 1929, mm-hmm. your family now owns a property. And all those other generations that's paying rent and mortgage, think about this. You don't have to. You pay your taxes. And that's what I see a lot in the South. People have owned homes and land for 50, 100, 150 years, and they've been able to take their discretional income and do other things with it and change the quality of their life and education and investments because they held down that property. Isn't that something else to think about? Yeah. You know, how profound it really is. So with that being said... You know we have a lovely guest. (laughs) (laughs) I have something up my sleeves, of course. I've invited, and I spoke to you guys, but we've invited this outstanding real estate attorney who also, what I think is unique, she decided to be a a real estate agent, a realtor, or a real estate salesperson first, and then she's like, nope. I'm going to go hard. And then she went back to school, went law school, went to law school, and became a real estate lawyer. And and with these two skills, she's become a major change, uh, a game changer in Washington, D.C., and Maryland, and Virginia. And as you know, I've always had real estate license throughout my life. Um, Jill knows that. I love real estate. It's my hobby, Uh so, so to speak. And I've... and. And so when I met Deirdre, and you know, you move to different markets, there's different laws. Deirdre was my is, was my ride or die. She kept me on par. I want to talk about today to our listening audience, I want to talk about real estate. I want to talk about the critical place that a lawyer plays in it. Um, we're going to talk about the seasonality, some cool things, where you can find some money out there. Um And really give you a strong description of do not people buy a house without a real estate attorney. I'm just telling you, but Deirdre is going to drive it home. And she's going to hold our real estate chair uh, for Not Just Talk Radio. How about that? So I want to put a warm welcome together. And I know y'all have a lot of questions. Do not overwhelm her with all of your personal investment (laughs) questions. (laughs) Just let why? me get that out. Uh, there. Why is she here? <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, she belongs to the
4: world. I thought that's what you do when you have a friend in the business.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs>
4: exactly.
1: Who, who she's a the world? <laughs> <laughs> so let's 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 welcome Deirdre P. Brown. Right, uh, she's from Dupont Title Group in Washington D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Uh, but. Um, Trust and believe. She's the real deal, and we have to listen up. And so, Deirdre, where are you? Are you there? I am here. Thank you for inviting me out. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> well, welcome. Isn't it exciting to you? I. You hear that voice? <laughs> That's a good old, good old. <laughs> How do you put that? It's the voice of truth. I have, I've dealt with quite a few people in the business and people know in New Jersey, I've had real estate license and they're great um, lawyers and people that I know. But Deirdre has this nurturing simplicity, but this pure, just pure intellectual uh, touch point that she adds to the industry. And so that's what we want to talk about. Um, uh, Deirdre. Uh, we're going to go to commercial in about uh, four minutes. But I first want, let me just set the record straight. Tell me, define a real estate attorney. And, and then when we come back from a break, we're going to deep dive into it. Why, let me say this. Why do you need a real estate attorney? How about that? In one
2: minute. In one minute. Oh, in one minute. Okay.
1: I'll try and
2: do
3: it in a minute. So uh, a real estate attorney... When you're in a transactional situation, when you're trying to purchase a property, helps you, uh, can help you with your contracts, understanding the terms, in some cases help you negotiate the contract. Um, they can also help you with um, the process of getting to the settlement table. So working with your lender. And then the most important thing that we do is um, title search, clearing title, making sure that um, the person who say they own the property actually owns it that all liens are, are taken care of before you um, take possession of the property or take title to the property. And then we also issue what's called title insurance, and that just protects you going forward if there's ever some type of claim against title to ensure that um, you your interest in the property is always being looked after and
1: protected. So in a nutshell, that's what we do. And, but, but that But that nutshell, that title piece is a critical piece because that's the piece that says... You are going to be able to purchase this, this home, and we're making sure that no one else lies, lays claim to it, correct? So if I bought a home from this guy and his first wife, he's not really divorced, you are able to find that out, right? Before he sells me that house, and he's the only one that signs off on it, you're able to clean that title. Is that how it's set up?
3: Right, so I would, look, go back, we go back 30 years in this area. Every jurisdiction is different, and we check to make sure that there's no break in the chain, and if there is, we try to fix it. We, you know, um, try to figure out what happened and try to uh, address that issue. But it's if for some reason, something slips through, right, because things happen. We're all human, and right now most of the um, land records in the United States are not electronic. They're actually still doing paper. Um, so things get misfiled or what have you. This is where your title insurance kicks in, and this is why it's really important that you get title insurance at settlement, because title insurance is different from other types of insurances. So if you get, like, a car insurance, it only covers you for incidents that happen going forward. Where title insurance actually covers you for things that happened in the past, but that now
1: affects your title. So that includes um, taxes so also, right? That includes tax. That also includes taxes. So say if or or medical bills that have put a lien on a property or something like that. Does that include that also?
3: If we didn't catch it and it wasn't cleared, any claim against title,
1: if you have title insurance, is going to be covered. Because that's such a big question for our audience, our listening audience. That's that fear space. And when we come back, we want to talk about that because I believe that when you have a real estate attorney at the table, that's going to take most of that fear away. If you're still afraid, then it's just the jitters from you know something new. But in my world, I believe that my title my uh, my real estate attorney is the king and queen of the table they are the master at the table and so when we get back from break i want i want to make sure we understand the role of the realtor uh, the role of the mortgage person the role of the at- attorney and and who you should call first right how about that deirdre who should be called okay. first um and and then Let's deep dive into some um other questions that, that the ladies may have at the round table. How how's that one?
2: Sounds Everybody's nice. there? Everybody's there? Yeah. Yes. We have. <laughs> Time for break there.
1: They're writing their they're writing their <laughs> questions down. Y'all start writing questions down.
2: <laughs> we'll be right back.
5: Influencers channel. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune in to Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age. From relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America.
0: You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome. We're back with
1: Deidre. As Tina just told me in the break to get my accent in, in check with Deirdre uh, P. Brown, who's our expert real estate attorney in the Washington, D.C., Virginia area. I should also let you know that she teaches classes to um, realtors in the industry and, and other associates in the real estate um, industry. And um, and she's also been a realtor, uh, which means she's had her hands on the actual skill set of selling and buying and homes, and, and here in the United States, we just don't use realtors to sell and buy homes. There's all, there's a lot of other different legal reasons you may want to call a realtor, and I'll let her share that with you. But I w- first want to share something personally I know about um, Deirdre, and that is um, I have sold homes, uh, and when she has been at the table, and she's was always my go-to person. When she's been at the table, this is why I've always brought her to the table. Because not only does she show up, but people, you want to make sure if you hire a team to help you buy or sell a seller home, they're going to pick up that phone whenever you need them. This woman here has allowed me to call her um, at 11 o'clock at night, at 7 o'clock in the morning. I, you can text her if there is a question. Often in real estate um, and I'll just set this up. I had a transaction where I was actually selling a home to a mortgage person, which was a nightmare. And Deirdre and, and other people had to educate me and, and remind me, by the way, you must manage this. So the mortgage person wanted to control her whole deal. Mortgage people are not real estate attorneys. They're not realtors. And you don't let them play their roles. You make sure you bring your team together and everybody plays their role. Right, Deirdre? Everybody has play a role exactly. to play. Everybody has a role to play. But... What's going to happen is that if your lawyer is on top of things, there's going to be paperwork constantly going back and forth, back and forth. Sometimes the day of the closing, they're still pulling paperwork to make sure it is the tightest it could possibly be. I'm here to tell you, Deirdre P. Brown is the master at that. Um, and and my experience of real estate goes back actually in the 1990s. And Deirdre, I'm just going to say, I believe you're the best at it. I really believe Thank my you. experience with you and your, your layman's, your ability, your patience and your layman's. And, and you, you never stop on your end making sure that your client deal is tight and safe. And I want to say it on air how much I appreciate you for that. How about that? Thank you. I appreciate it. I You appreciate it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so here, now let's set it all up. First, let me just say this. If you do not have a home and purchased a home and you're in your forties or fifties, you can rent if you want to. It just doesn't make sense to me. You have to get your behind in something. I believe in regards to just think about it, people, if you're out here and you're paying rent and here in America, it costs more in most cities to rent than to own. How about that? Costs more to rent than to own. And with that being said and done, can you imagine being 70 and somebody raising your rent and you're on a fixed income, or 65 and somebody raise your rent and you're on a fixed income, even at 55? It's very, very difficult. But what real estate attorneys know often, and I know what Deirdre knows, is that they know where grants are and pockets of money and home assistant buying programs. When you call these attorneys like Deirdre, they can get into those pockets, but then they're going to lay the table out. So Deirdre, if a person's looking to buy a home, right? um, We know Mm -hmm. that they need a, we need what? We need a real estate person at the table, correct? Correct. Help them find. And they need a mortgage company, right? Yeah, definitely. Tell the audience which should come first mortgage person or real estate. Tell them what you suggest, and I'm going to back it up. <laughs>
3: um, I normally suggest that you simultaneously, uh, if you have a good lender or you know of a good lender, you might want to go ahead and start the process again pre approved or see where you are in, you know uh, financially. Um, you also want to reach out to a good realtor, and a good realtor is defined as someone who knows the market. Um, who can assist you, who has the time to assist you, um, and who can work with you and put in you, like you said, with your team, a team of people, whether it's your, getting you in front of the uh, lender who understands programs that can get you funds, because there are funds available in most states for first time home buyers in particular. Um, but you need someone who can educate you on that, and then putting you in front of a good real estate um, attorney or settlement company. To help you with all of those things you need to do to get to the table, um, it does take all three
1: um, professionals to get you to closing, the most. And, and you know what? I'm going to say this to the listening audience your realtor will respond quicker if you've been pre approved. And don't let that fear you. People run, people want to go on Zillow and these home programs, Realtor.com, find a house and call right. and say, let me show you the home. Well, people, just to let you know, if you call a realtor, You haven't been pre-approved, which means we don't even know if someone's going to lend you money or what you qualify for, and that person's going to leave their home, their family, their business just to drive you around because you saw something you like. It just doesn't work like that. Neither is it fair. Just think about how you want to be treated, right? And we're in a very aggressive market. Um, Homes in some markets are staying on the market as little as three days. Some people are selling homes their first day. I sold my house in New Jersey in one day. My team had eight or nine offers. I may have even thought up to 12 offers in 24 hours on one little house. So as Deirdre says, yep, you want a team. I'm going to take it to a next, the, 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 I say, get pre-approved. See, you don't have to go with that lender. You're trying to figure out, can you be approved for something? And this is how it works in the United States. And don't be afraid. I find that people are so afraid that they're going to be turned down. <laughs> but knowing is your po- power, wouldn't you agree? Knowing is, it, is agree, your, po- but it, knowing is your power. Knowing is your power. And I think also the time to add to that is if you are with a
3: good lender, the lender is going to tell you what you need to do to get pre-approved. So if they run your credit and they're like, okay, you just need to pay down a couple of credit cards or you need to uh, lower your debt or what have you. That's what a good lender will do for you and get you to the point we can get that pre-approval letter so you can go out and start looking
1: at properties. Absolutely. They'll they'll even, a good lender will tell you what you need to pay down. Some they'll say, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Um, And then even with that, some people don't realize, I mean, you can literally get a mortgage for, with a credit score of 600 or so. I'm not encouraging you to do that. I've even heard five, 85 in some cases it, it all depends of course that's going to affect your interest rate but but all of that will give you your sense of power they'll tell you if your credit's at 600 versus 640 what they can do for you right correct correct exactly. and, and then and then there's these amazing programs um, and that they have incentives. I know in Maryland, there's an incentive that if you have student loans, if you live in a certain neighborhood for five or six or whatever, the amount of years, um, you got to be careful. They're constantly changing, but they will eat some of your student loan debt. And, and in exchange, um, you get to get a home while you have this outstanding student loan. There's just so many different programs per market.
4: Um, so I, I have a question, Latanya. So, Is it the obstacle for most people, that down payment? What percentage is needed to get that down payment?
3: So I'm not a lender, but generally what happens is uh, if you're doing an FHA loan, you normally need 3.5% because they'll loan you 95. If you're doing a conventional loan, then you're going to need at the minimum 3%. um, And with that, you're going to end up having to do PMI, which is probably more than insurance if you put in less than 20% down. However, some jurisdictions have programs where the state will give you a grant. So a grant, you don't pay back for your down payment. So, for example, in D.C., there is a program where they give you 100% of your down payment is forgivable over five years. Um, So if you stay in your property for five years, it goes away. So they forgive 20% a year. You're not making any payments on it and there's no interest on it on that uh, piece that the government gave you. So other states have similar programs or something, um, or some type of program where they're helping first-time homebuyers with their down payment because they recognize that that's the hardest part, right? Because most people think they need to save 20%, and you really don't. Um, nowadays, uh, you can get away with as little as 3%, and you might not even have to do that if you take advantage of the, the funds that are available in your state.
2: So I... I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Tony. Deirdre, no, no, no. how so for instance, how does one? Where exactly does one search for it? So if you're going to Google or Bing or whatever your search engine is, what do you put in? Are you are you putting in grants for down payments in, for instance, the state of New Jersey, which has the highest tax, you know, um, property taxes in the country? Right.
3: So I would put in um, something like down payment assistance in your state, Maryland, Virginia, D.C., and see what pops up. And this is where your team really comes into play, right? You want people in your team, whether it's your lender or your realtor, because they're normally the first touch for most people, um, to be educated on these programs. Because I see a lot of people come to my table. I'm the last person you come to. I'm the person you sign the documents with. By the time you get to me, Sometimes it's too late, and I know you qualify for some program, but I can't say anything at that point. It's too late, right? Mm -hmm. You got the moving truck out front, (laughs) so that ship itself. So um, it's really important that you have the right people on your team or you just do your own homework. Um, Once again, you just Google something like down payment assistance, put it in your state, and see what pops up.
1: Um, Aren't there also some programs for property taxes? Because that's something you educated me about. Um, and that mm-hmm. was Tanya in certain counties. And this is what I want people to know, because I hear this all the time. Someone will say to me, oh, my sister brought a house in Hudson County in New Jersey. That's a very large, popular county. county. And then a, and it went just like this. And I'm buying in this county. And they are trying to mirror two counties. But we want the listeners to know when you, why you need these professionals at the table is because the laws change and programs change often per county, including, which was a headache. I, I had a headache about it, including the contracts. You can be from the same mm-hmm. state, but the paperwork, the contract, the taxes, and even the pr- the programs—they all change, right, Deidre? And right. Um, that's right. why you need that 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 critical team there and. One thing that I had learned when I was working with Deirdre on, on a couple of transactions is that she says, LaTanya, in that particular zip code, they get a tax break. for First homeowners, I mean, so give us an example of some tax breaks for first-time homeowners.
3: So most states, have what's called a homestead tax deduction. And normally for that, you do not need to be a first-time homebuyer. You just need to live in your property as your principal residence. So it can't be an investment home or a second home. And most states require you to fill out some very simple one-page application. Um, I normally make sure that people are filling that out at settlement uh, because people forget. You know, after settlement, you have so much going on, you forget. Um, So that's the one. You want to make sure you're getting the homestead deduction. Most states also offer some type of senior citizen deduction. And, you know, some, some states say age 62, some states say age 65. And, once again, it's a very simple form you want to fill out. Um, I know the state of Maryland also has an additional deduction they do for military vets. Um, and there's, once again, a very simple form you fill out. So it's really being in touch with people who can tell you about these programs. D.C. also has additional um, programs where... And Maryland does as well. If you're a first-time home buyer, um, you get a break at settlement on your transfer and recreation taxes. And if you go a step further, if you qualify, um, they have a program where you don't pay real property taxes for five years. It's their tax abatement program. In um, in addition to their first-time home buyer reduced recreation tax, that's the tax you pay at settlement. They reduce that and or it gets waived. So there are lots of programs out there. Most states are recognizing that. They need to help. The easiest way to get people into homes is to eliminate that whole um, down payment cash and your um, cash to close, and then how much money you need to bring to your table, because that's really the biggest barrier and what scares people the most. They're, they're concerned that they don't have enough.
1: Saved yeah, up. yeah, yeah. They're concerned they don't have enough, and then people get so overwhelmed at the paperwork. I mean, I've had a client. Some people presume that once you sign a contract to buy a home, and I want all the listeners that that's interested in buying and selling, and I had sort of peeked on this a little bit. This is a this is the largest purchase that we normally make right throughout our life, and so your great real estate attorney, they're going to be discovering and uncovering additional information. If there's a conversation that's had, it needs to be documented. You sign off on it. Everything is documented. So when you get into this transaction, and they're constantly saying, don't forget, sign off on this, just just go ahead, read it, speak to your attorney, and sign off on it, because it, it is a, a big deal, but man, the reward is so tremendously huge, I, ca- I can't explain. L- let me tell you why else, people, a real estate attorney is really good, and to have a good one at the table, because often realtors choose which county or counties they want to sell, Right? They'll say, you know what, I know this county because I know the contracts, the experience, the marketplace, it's closer to my home, my office. But that real estate attorney, they, they have to have their hands on all the laws and contracts across the whole region or state or city. And so they are so wise to have a great real estate attorney at the table, even with your team, to be your backbone and your double checker, you know, that is a critical, critical piece, wouldn't you say? Definitely.
3: Definitely. I I try to. And it's it's an ongoing work in progress every day. I'm trying to keep up with what's going on in all the states that I cover.
1: Right. Um, Because I've I've gone to my broker and said, what about this? And it's a great broker. But my goodness, if the office hasn't sold in that county. And then I turned to Deirdre and Deirdre said, no. Let me tell you where to go get that contract. And let me tell you how this should be done. And make sure that they sign this, this, this. Because you don't know. You get a client. They say they want to live in this part of the town. And they come to find out they just don't find a home in that town. And so you show them other options. And then, by the way, they decide to buy a house four counties over. And all of a sudden, you have very little experience in that county. But your real estate attorney, a good real estate attorney, will watch your back on that deal. and, And that's what you should be looking for. And what can I say? That's what that's what you're all about. That's why we invited you to this show. How about that? (laughs) My pleasure. She's she's giggling. So here, here's another question. We and have a, we is, have
2: thirty seconds, Latonya. We
1: got thirty seconds. So when we come back, I, you know, we've talked about buyers and sellers, and you need a you need a realtor. When we come back, I wanted to talk about other things that a real estate attorney has. So if I have an estate, I'm trying to sell a home that my my aunt own. You know, that other paperwork, legal paperwork you need. Um, if it falls into um, uh, if my husband passed and my kid, how, you know, I, I want to just talk about the other services. Why you need a real estate attorney here in the United States. How about that? Okay. Okay. Oh <laughs> I wanna hear about that. You wanna hear about that? Yep, sure I do. I know you do. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go to break. Okay,
0: this is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired.
5: and get Amplified.
0: channel are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers tune in to the art of significance featuring dan clark the modern-day napoleon hill who interviews the wealthiest most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators, to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern
5: on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America.
0: You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hello. Hello. We're back. And you know what? Over the break, we had a
1: cool conversation and we had said just before we went to break that we wanted to talk about the other services that a real estate attorney comes to the table for. And one of the subjects is all about. So Deirdre, here's how I'm going to play it out, because I know there are so many divorced families out there or separated. So let's say I'm married in Chicago. I'm separated from my husband. My husband passes, but we have that property together am i still entitled do do i you know you know because how families go for you you know what i'm saying um, <laughs> right am i still entitled is that my property and you know if, if if you don't have
3: a you guys are just separated you don't have a court order saying who got the marital property so you are still entitled you now own it 100.
1: It I, I own it so i get to sell it to his family or her family or whatever if i choose to if not i can probably go to court and seize my property right
3: you only have to go to court. So most of the times, if you were married, when you purchased the property, you hold it by tenants by the entirety, which means okay. that as soon as he died, that instant, you became the sole owner. You don't, it doesn't need to be probated or anything. It's yours. Okay. You can do whatever so you want.
1: So what if he was married and then I married him? What He was single, then I married him, and then we we're married for 20 years, and then I'm am I automatically, and I'm put on the title. Same thing. I'm still, I, that's, I'm on that title. It's mine.
3: Right. If you were on title as tenants by the entirety, then it's yours.
1: And now, now, you know, I come from a large family. In my case, fortunately, I'm a trust baby. So um, some very educated lawyer told me about eight years ago, put your family in a trust. I've done that. But for all the people that have a mother, you know, they have parents, they pass. Now, all of a sudden, we have a property, right? If there's not a will, But us kids want our parents' property. We need to sit down first with a real estate attorney like yourself because that's the kind of things you service and map out. So it wouldn't be
3: someone like me because I I specialize just in um, settlements and title issues. You are really going to go to a probate or a state attorney at that point. Um, They're also the ones who are going to draft your trust or what have you. Yeah, you've referred. Yeah, okay. Right. You'll come to me after you have all that documents in place and we need to do the deed or the transfer the deed or whatever needs to be recorded in land records. I'll help right. you with that in coordination with your estate planner. Um, but okay. I wouldn't draft those documents for you.
1: Yeah, no, you're no, you're absolutely right. Because I've come to you about a friend and you set up these, the other attorney in regards to... Um, um, remember a friend of mine mm-hmm. that was in the hospital I remember. and so I went to Deirdre and Deirdre said, I have an a, the appropriate attorney for that particular piece and so on, et cetera. And, 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 and so those are the kind of questions that I think most of the world, um, is always sort of looking for exactly, in the, especially in the United States. What other services do we, do we come to the table with regarding uh, what you do?
3: So we will work in connection. So like we just said about the probate in the space, we'll work with you that until you get your paperwork exactly where it needs to be, and then we'll take over from there. Same thing if you're doing a 1031 exchange. We'll coordinate with your 1031 exchange um, intermediary, normally attorney. Tell us what is that. What is is that exchange? What is that? So the easiest way to describe it is if you own a property and you sell it, and you want to purchase a like-kind property? I know that means absolutely nothing. Basically, you're purchasing another property, um, but you don't want to pay capital gains on it. Um, so you have okay. to use a uh, intermediary, so another company or entity, where you give this attorney the funds. So we will coordinate with them, and your proceeds from your sale will go directly to that to that attorney. You then will have that funds transferred to. You. Uh, next title company where you purchase the property and you don't have to pay uh, ta- taxes on it. It's part of the IRS code. Um, okay. And there's some, there's a lot of uh, stipulations about how you can make that happen. Um too much to go into here, but it's a way for people to move money between properties without um, getting a, a
1: huge tax yeah, right on it. yeah no yeah. that's great but but that actually triggered me to complete a question that we that I put out there earlier and that was the players at the table and so what happens here in the united states and it varies per state right so i know new jersey is so different from washington dc and virginia in new jersey the lawyers the, the attorney actually negotiates the contract um, the the right. realtors you know put the players at the table, sign up what the offer is going to be, and then the lawyers battle it out. In New, in New Jersey, I'm sorry, in Maryland, D.C., and Virginia, the realtor is the negotiator. But here's a critical piece, because I find that a lot of people are so concerned about what's going to happen to their check when that realtor put their hand in it. I've had people say, you know, I haven't bought a home because I don't want to turn my check over to a realtor and then they steal it. Um, But the fact is, if they're going to a reputable real estate firm company to help them find a house, that check, their deposit check goes straight to Deirdre, uh, Brown, DuPont title company. and It is locked away and it is supported by a contract in, in regards to how it's distributed, correct?
3: Correct. So in this jurisdiction, title companies are also what's called escrow companies. And what that means is that we collect funds and then we pay it out as settlement, whether it's collecting um, funds for paying taxes or what have you. So we will hold your earnest money deposit um, in an escrow account. It's not held in our operating account. And we will not release those funds until one of three things happens. Either one, you go to closing and we give you a credit towards your. If the um, earnest money deposit is credited back to the buyer, or two, um, we have a lease of contract. That means for whatever reason the contract's not moving forward, buyer and seller have signed saying that the money should go back to the buyer, or or whatever. However, it's going to be divided. Or three, if you cannot come to an agreement, you know for some reason the contract fell apart and everyone's fighting over the earnest money deposit. Uh, we won't release those funds until we have a court order uh, letting us know who has won the fight about who gets the money back. But we will hold those funds forever if that's what it takes um, because we are an escrow company. Nothing will
1: happen to your funds. They're safe and um, you don't have to worry about that. And, and so we're winding down. So I want people to understand, understand that those funds are safe. The, the, the lawyer, Most people think that those deposits are cashed. Do, that's the number one question. How do I get my money back? And, and so on, et cetera. And so that's been well explained. And then I just want to finish this round table. Your realtor is there to try to get you that house and negotiate the best deal so your offer is accepted. Because there's normally four or five people, in all honesty, in most homes trying to buy the same house. So your realtor is helping you navigate the best offer to send and and, and, and the timelines between it all and writing up, in, in particular markets, and writing up the um, touch points of that particular contract, right? Uh, you got 14 or 21 days to find a mortgage company and lock it in and da-da-da and so on, etc., the broker at a firm is l- looking over everyone's shoulder, making sure that the client's fiduciary rights are in place and all forms and timelines are met. Correct, um Correct. Uh, Deirdre? Correct. I got it. Correct. And the, the mortgage company, and I and I and I say this because I've had a really ridiculous, and I'm gonna say it a ridiculous. Re- Ridiculous transaction with someone that actually was a mortgage person and tried to be the realtor. And they just weren't educated about there's constantly going to be paperwork and adjustments and communication made, and you're you're trying to really say, I had this conversation, sign that, and so on, etc. Make sure you understand the role of your mortgage, your lender in there, and they should be responding. Your lender should be on that phone saying, you know, you it's, it's a done deal. We need another sheet of paper and timelines and an exceptional uh, lawyer at the table, like a Deirdre, they're going to be keeping everyone informed about the title work, that the paperwork for the lender has come in. So this is why you need a team. Don't go out there and try to buy a house without a team. I'm just telling you, Tanya's telling you it's ridiculous. And it is, but it's also the most rewarding thing that can happen because I really believe and I am f- afraid for people that do not own their properties as they age in America at the cost of living in America. I, so, I am
4: so terribly Tonya, afraid. I'm, I've got a question. When you know, when I'm driving in a neighborhood and I see a, se- a a house for sale by owner, is that something that you really need to be weary about or oh, cautious yeah. about? Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: What does that mean?
4: You know, well, is that something I should stay it? away De-
1: from? Deirdre, you want to answer it, or right. I, we can both answer.
3: I wouldn't say to stay away from it, but you need to be cautious. And the reason I say that, once again, like the client said, I, I, I have an active real estate license. Um, the problem with that is that most for sale by owners are not realtors, have not been in the real estate industry, don't understand contracts. And in, in, in this area, the contract is 30-some pages long. Um, and so if you're going to negotiate with that home, um, homeowner, I would suggest that at the very least you get a realtor. The sad part is that your realtor basically is going to have to do double duty. Uh, even though she doesn't technically represent the seller, she's going to have to do double duty. It's just it's no way to get this this transaction done without doing that. But I would definitely not negotiate directly with the seller. There's two things that can go wrong, um, things that you don't even know about, like how you yeah, guys the to negotiate the home inspection yeah. or anything? Like, There's right. just no way that I would do that without at
2: least a realtor on one of the sides of the transaction. All right, because Latanya, wrap us up Don. Okay, wrap
1: because I'm going to wrap us up because when Seconds. you purchase a home with a real wrap-up
2: table, I
1: quite, hey cut it out. When you question a, buy a home from a realtor, what happens is, is that they're going to put all the disclosures, anything about that property that we know, that stuff comes to the table. And so that's one of the most important things I want you to remember. Don't forget to check out Deirdre P. Brown. Uh, Google her. She's with uh, DuPont T- Title. Hopefully she'll come back. Have any questions, contact us. We love you. We thank you for listening. And Deirdre, we thank you for your service you, of excellence and contributions to the, to the industry.
4: Yep. A lot of good information.
0: Thanks. Excellent. Thank you for tuning in to Not Just Talk Radio. You'll want to check out the next edition of the show next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.